Whether you're a new entry into the market or one that's falling behind, you can take some easy steps to act like the market leader until you are the market leader. Welcome to Drive Time Marketing. Welcome back to Drive Time Marketing. Today, I'm gonna to talk about not being the market leader. I mean, let's face it, most businesses aren't the leader. This is the reality for most marketers. So first, we're gonna do a little time travel. Let's all get comfortable now in the Wayback Machine and go back to a time when we didn't Netflix and chill to when we used to jump in the car and drive, drive, to get our hands on the hottest movie to hit the blockbuster shelf. Remember that place? <laughs> it's mind boggling to think that some thought Netflix would never make it. Who wanted the convenience of a favorite movie arriving in their mailbox when they could get in their car and drive to a local video rental shop that was more interested in selling you candy than in what you wanted to see? And while Blockbuster scoffed at the idea that people wouldn't sit around and wait to get their movies in the mail, Netflix continued to focus on their vision of being the best resource for home movie entertainment. Today, Netflix has put all but one of those video rental locations out of business and has become one of the most prolific producers of original programming, with 700 original series and garnering Emmy and Oscar nominations. But if you look closely at the company, you'll discover that, although they were the underdog for years, they set out and continued to operate with the confidence of a market leader. It's a lesson for all of us. Regardless of your position in the market today, you can adopt a brand strategy by focusing on your business and operating with what's called a challenger mindset. Author and marketer Adam Morgan mapped out how challenger brands can compete with the first place brands in his 2011 book, Eating the Big Fish, one of our marketing club book selections, and then later with his follow-up, The Pirate Inside. Whether you're a new entry into the market or one that's falling behind, you can take some easy steps to act like the market leader until you are the market leader. First, never market for the competition. Comparing yourself is a reflex. It's even part of your strategic planning process or your SWOT. Great brands play up their strengths in their marketing instead of comparing themselves to others and giving their competition free advertising. Naming your competition in your marketing can elevate the competition into the consideration of those who may not have even heard of them. With one ad, you've sent them in their direction. Think about how Apple went after Microsoft by never mentioning the company's name. Instead, they created a human representation of the PC in their I'm a Mac, I'm a PC ad campaign. They took that challenger role and ran with it for a really long time. Brands, both large and small, can often find themselves in these challenger roles. And that's not a bad thing. If you use your position to your advantage, your business can stand alone and maybe move to that coveted first place. What you need to do is change your view. Rather than looking at things from the marketplace viewpoint, shift it to look at it from a state of mind viewpoint. It's a shift from who you're challenging to what you're challenging. Look at how brands like Virgin, Target, and Dove have done this. Then you have to get clear on your challenge. 
understand what change you're trying to bring about. For Netflix, it wasn't merely about getting subscribers to rent from them. It was about changing the way people would rent movies. That was the bold ambition they had. Ask yourself, what am I challenging? What bold, ambitious change am I trying to bring about? Eating the Big Fish talks about the concept of, and I'm going to mispronounce this because I kept trying it, intelligent naivete. Oh, I think I got it right. It's one of those tricky words, right? Consider the many companies that were launched in someone's garage. It's stunning to see how much they didn't know about the categories they were entering. In many ways, being innocent can be unexpectedly beneficial. Jeff Bezos was a hedge fund manager when he thought that maybe, maybe, there could be an opportunity in online book retailing. Imagine that. (laughs) And when only big companies and a few lucky executives were working with computers, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak thought maybe they could bring computers to the masses. You have to admit Not knowing better has profoundly changed a number of categories. I love looking at other industries to see what they're doing right and how I might use the same idea. Did you know that Ikea's store layout was inspired by the Guggenheim? It's a great example of applying an idea from outside the industry, a completely different industry. When Ikea was thinking through how to grow their business, they didn't look at other home furnishing retailers they looked at an entirely different category and then applied it to their business. Method founder Eric Ryan once said, all the big ideas I could ever need are already out there. I just have to find it and work out how to apply it to my business. Whenever I have workshops, I always ask for participants to bring ideas from companies they admire so they can discover how they can apply the concept to improve their marketing and operations. I want you to do that the next time you have a team meeting. Have your team bring examples of ideas from other industries and see how you can adapt them to your business. Encourage them to avoid finding ideas that easily fit. You want some bold, out-of-the-box thinking. And I want to know what those ideas are, so send me an email or find me on social and let me know. Adam Morgan also talks about finding your religion. You know the old saying, if you don't stand for something, it's a little similar to finding your brand's religion. What does your brand stand for that is something deep at the core of the brand, or what my old mentor used to refer to as your belly? By the way, she's not old, and she'd kill me for saying that. I should have just called her a former mentor. But former felt like I was cutting her off. But back to your religion. What is it that provides clarity, direction, and focus for everything you do? What is it that will draw others to join you? I once interviewed for a brand job. You know that point in the interview when they say, so do you have any questions for us? I did. I asked, what makes you different? I still remember the response. It was nothing really. That was what she said, nothing really. I knew that wasn't the place for me because I felt I had to work for a company that felt they were special. Challenger brands build what is called lighthouse identities, a compelling truth that invites customers to navigate by them and is projected consistently in everything they do. In essence, they're not following their competitors. 
they're lighting the way for their competitors to follow them. Find your religion by asking yourself a few questions. What do you believe in as a business? How do you behave in support of your beliefs? Are you trying to change something? What will you never ever do? We've all heard that famous Steve Jobs quote about being so proud of the things Apple said no to as he was of the things the company said yes to. Confession time. I should make this a point every day. I have unfortunately said yes to projects that I shouldn't have accepted. Either they didn't turn a profit or they didn't advance my ultimate business goals. Even small brands need to learn to say no. After discovering that visitors who enjoyed New Zealand the most were those that explored and experienced the country rather than setting up a base at a hotel or a city, Tourism New Zealand chose to forego marketing to 90% of its potential target market. Instead, they focused on what they called the Interactive Traveler, a group that consisted of only 10 to 15% of the destination's possible universe of visitors. They understood that this group would not only engage with the country and enjoy the experience, but they would also go home and tell others, or Instagram it. In fact, the brand chose to sacrifice seemingly important messages and focused on pure New Zealand as a message instead. Strong brands are single-minded in their communications and their convictions. You should decide on what things your brand will focus on. I recommend three. Then decide what ideas are going to get a no, even if they seem like good ideas. Look away from the shiny objects. Instead, focus on the products, experiences, and messages that will actually break through to your ideal customer. You don't have to do all of these things to act like a first place brand. Pick one and you'll be on your way to acting like the market leader until you are. There you have it, a very quick look at a challenger strategy. If you haven't had a chance to read Eating the Big Fish, I highly recommend that you add it to your reading list. I use it as a reference pretty regularly. Thanks for letting me share these few minutes of your day with you. I love sharing the lessons I've learned and I hope you do too. If you've liked what you've been hearing, can I ask you a favor? Please leave us a great review and rating so other marketers can find us. And let us know if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions. You can find our show notes at Drive Time Marketing Podcasts and us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And great news, our podcast is now available for you to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and tune in. Until next week, keep marketing. <music>